the Reason Rob Podcast. Say it loud. I'm black and I'm proud. Yay. That's that's all I just I really just wanted to start off the podcast like that. Yeah. But of course you've had to come in with it. Listen, you know why. It's all types of things going on and you know, sometimes Listen. You know. Sometimes things get a little bit different every now As and then. of this recording, it is June 7th, 2020, the year of our Lord. And uh, it has been the longest decade <laughs> of the year because, bruh. I mean, like, yo, do you know the, the the strangeness of, like, it being 2020 and, like, everybody having this whole idea of, like, this new, like, focus and vision and, like, that just made so much sense. It sounded so great. It did. It sounded so great. We had such high hopes. And, okay, I'm not at all a pessimist, but this year has just been different, bro. It's just, it just hit a little bit different. And I just saw, like, alerts that a hurricane is about to hit New Orleans. New Orleans don't need that right now. Crystal ball. They don't need that type of energy right now. And that honestly, doesn't even, it doesn't when even I feel saw fair. that, I said, I just, I just turned, I just threw my phone. I said, I, I'm not. No, they don't need that type of energy right now. <laughs> they don't need that type of energy right now. It's no. unnecessary for them. It you is. Know? I feel it like is. my folks in New Orleans, especially after the way you know the, the way that that COVID kind of swept through um, through New Orleans, and and with the energy of the nation and the things that are going on, like New Orleans doesn't need that type of energy right now. Not so we're going we're going to send some vibes for in sure. the direction of of New Orleans for sure. We're going we're going to ball our fist tight. We're going to send some energy that way. I mean, that's all we're doing right now is balling our fist tight. Yeah, you know what I'm saying and we still gotta you know at the end of the day though, right? So some of us, you know, I feel like um. At least I feel like I'm starting to connect with it a little bit more. Like there are some, you know, there are some, uh, there are some black folks in this world who contribute to like kind of like a light healing. Yeah, for, for sure. For for people. Oh right? yeah, I'm glad that so, you said that. I feel I feel like I've I've been called to be a part of that community. We got to send that energy out there, like for you sure, know, we got to sure. send that energy out there. And make sure that people are, you know, recovering and coping with things in a Listen. decent way. Peace, love, and light to everybody that is out there. This is episode 32 of the Recent Rock Podcast. And I hope that when you hear this, you are doing well, you're healthy, you're safe. And uh, to all of my black people out there, stay up. (laughs) Stay up, stay persistent, stay vigilant. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is a revolution. It's here. It's arrived. We've talked about it. It is here. And uh, now more than ever, we just got to stay, stay vigilant. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And uh, shout out to all of our allies. Shout out to the us. allies for sure. Sh- yo, the allies. Like, they pulling up. I mean, yo. yeah. It's, okay. It's, 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 it's about time. Can we, yo, we gotta we gotta have some full conversations about this. Can we do that? Absolutely. This okay. is what this is what this platform is for, you know. Okay. Um, but you know, I know that yes, the ball is in your court at this moment in time. Big facts. And that's me, you know, talking to any ally that's listening. The ball is in your court. And that's a lot of pressure. That is a lot of pressure for you to win this game that we have been trying for years 
to win and we've just been set back after setback after setback and now that it's in your court and you realize <laughs> that it's in your court um you know just the same message I tell my people and stay stay vigilant stay determined stay focused is the same energy that I give to my allies because it's a lot of it's a lot of it is a lot of energy out there not all energy is good you know, there's. I know that a lot of people are confused in the communications and, well, should I do this and do I do this? And if I do that, I'm considered reactive and I'm not, I'm not doing enough and I don't know, like, what do I do? You know, just make sure you educate yourself at the end of the day. Research, research, research. Big Education facts. is knowledge. Big facts, big facts. Um, I feel like, so, so you know, we got we to gotta send some light. Um, we gotta send some light to the allies. We're gonna have a full conversation about this whole entire subject, though, because I got a lot to say about it. Not just about like how important it is to speak up, but also like you know why some of the backlash might come at people who are still speaking up and like even you know I mean, like I got a lot to say about all of this, right? Yeah. Okay. So, shouts out to the allies. Number one, mm-hmm. we gonna get that out the way. Okay. Like, if you wasn't saying nothing, then I got questions. Right. right, and I know that that sounds crazy because it's like you putting pressure on these people to feel how you feel yeah. and to respond how you would respond. Yeah. And I know that that might not exactly seem or feel fair, right? Yeah, in some ways. No, it's not. It is, but fair. that doesn't matter. I was just about to say, but that doesn't really matter because at the end of the day, like you know, you can't really you can't claim that you rock with part of us. You can't rock with my. You can't rock with part of my identity. You can't like my <laughs> music and my sports and my. Yeah. You know my swag and my style and, and my slang and not appreciate me like yeah. like that's over and you don't you don't really get a chance to do that anymore. So that's right. let's get that out the way, right? Mm-hmm. Um, number two, uh, I I feel like there might be some people who taking advantage of this thing a yeah. little bit, and we're going to talk <laughs> about that too. Right? I want to be cautious because I, like I want you to say something, and if you didn't say something, I would I might not be as okay. But I also need you to like Don't just craft it From like this idea of preserving Like whatever type of fake bond You think we have We don't really got that type of a bond In the first place So if you're yeah. going to say If you're going to say it Like say it for real It's it's this thing that I'm starting to notice That you know Social media is such a A gift and a curse um, But you know A lot of people are using What's going on As a part of their aesthetic and that's not that's not like I'm seeing. I ain't rocking you know, with that. And I'm seeing this is this is not even just to to white people or to you know just to anybody who's using this what's going on to boost who they are and like oh I'm gonna get likes because I'm I'm going to protest and I got my all black on and I'm, you know what I mean and they like really using this joint to be like. It's just weird And I'm like That's so goofy That is the most goofiest thing You could ever do And like If I ever See anybody Who I thought was cool Doing that Like I will call you out <laughs> Like I will call you out You know Like It's that's not that's, This is not a convenience Like my skin tone Is not a convenience It's not Something that I could Just decide You know And right, uh, right. It's just interesting I gotta, I gotta address one more thing that might be a little bit tough to address, though. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know how 
Like my people are gonna look at me necessarily for even asking this question. I don't even know how you gonna look at me for asking this question, but like I gotta ask this question. Like okay. just because it's on my mind and like I guess it's something that we should talk about, right? So like I noticed that like as as skeptical as I can be, right? I also notice like the things where like I see some of my folks like really just like being like super antagonistic towards people who are even speaking out. It's like almost like there are some there are some situations where I see like folks like where it's not good enough if you don't speak out and then you speak out and it's like it's almost like it's not good enough that you spoke out. Right. Yeah. I have I have questions about that because I don't really understand. Like, I guess I'm just trying to see a little more clearly, like because like, people just want to people just want to really find out like intentions. Right. At right. the end of the day, like you you got you got to understand that. This is years and years and years, an undeniable amount of years that we have literally dealt with the same issue, right? Yeah. And why now? Why is it that because the cameras are turned on and we are in this information technology era that all of a sudden you knew, I mean, every human being on this planet knows about racism whether yeah. you want to admit it or not whether you are racist or not everybody knows that what comes with the racism present that package it's there you know and people use their privilege to either be aware or not aware but it's there so now that all of a sudden the trend is to you know, post a black photo of muted solidarity and oh my God, we didn't know. Now we know. Educate us only because XYZ organization said the exact same thing and it looks like they got a lot of engagement off of that post. So we got to say something too. Or we've got to like, you know, and so intention is everything because yes, there are people and companies and brands who do have good intentions who are trying to make changes to their company who are adding people to their executive board that have a voice and you know a part of the the, the solution to the problem you know but then right. there are restaurants and businesses who are just like yo throw that post up like let's just do back lives matter just so we don't lose no customers yeah. and keep it moving yeah and yeah. it is absolutely Time for us to truly question motives. Right, right. Yeah, I about to say I'm definitely not um you know, after after the things that just happened, you know, and we and then after, you know, the nerve of us too, right? You know, what we go do after like all of like these like serious matters. Like we go and watch like woke movies to like make us like angry, like at the end of the day, right? Right. So me and Rob, we watch these like woke movies and I'm just like Yo, y'all like at that at this like at this at this space like we can't really afford to like we like it's got to be like an ongoing sort of like mentality and sort of vibe like it, ain't, yeah, it can't be sure. no like it's not no part time like, no it's no yeah. it's not I mean we've got stories for days on the things that we've you know had to deal with just because of the color of our skin you know as Reese and I this whole time all we do is talk to each other about what's going on can't help it can't hide from it can't escape it can't escape my skin I, I don't have the luxury of putting on my skin uh when I walk out the door you know but um it's definitely tough it's definitely tough but I do 
I do appreciate the shift um, as hard and as tough of a pill it is to swallow. I do appreciate what's happening from it. You know, I feel like it's helping people to really realize their calling. You know, I don't know. What do you think? Um, I mean, like, <laughs> so, so like, I feel, I feel great about like some of the change. Um, and then there's also like this other part of me that like goes and reads comments on like these other opposing, like sort of like information places. Mm-hmm. And like, that scares me. Like the mentality of like America kind of scares me more so than anything. Cause yeah. we're not like as a country, we don't seem so we don't seem that bright all the time. Right. Like we could do a lot better. Yeah. So it sucks. That's depressing. I don't want to say stuff like that. Like I'm trying <laughs> like I don't want to be so like like you know, but like um, listen, I think for me I have uh I really realized that I care truly about my 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 community specifically the creative community because it's a part of it's the community that I'm, that I'm in. It's what helped me and to shape me into, you know, the type of artist that I am today um, as a creative. And so my my goal is to really, truly help my black creative community, you know, here in Atlanta and to anyone that I that I know that's within that realm, because we are black creatives, the one community that literally single handedly has defined all of like black culture that is that list of black creatives includes but is not limited to producers djs musicians singers actors chefs artists painters jewelry creators you know what i mean like there's people who have done so much for our culture that everyone just takes and takes and takes and takes and what really opened my eyes about how much people don't realize the value we have was when COVID happened and everything shut down and all of this relief went out and everybody got unemployment and the one community that didn't get shit at all excuse me I cursed oh we gotta talk about that we gotta talk about how we're not cursing anymore that's $10 remind me to, to tell the people about we'll tell, that, our we'll cursing tell the story. challenge that's $10 though I'm collecting. You thought, I hope you didn't think I wasn't collecting because we were recording it because we're live. I forgot. That's okay. But I still want to. I even forgot what I was saying. Dang. If you owe me $10, you ain't giving me Oh, Black creatives. Right. With black creatives, like, we're the one community that didn't get nothing during COVID. Some people weren't eligible for unemployment because. Black creatives don't have access to the information to to file their business the right way. Well, sometimes I mean, sometimes it's just don't have you know they don't have the knowledge. They just create something. Let's be be real, you know. Yeah. And they weren't eligible for a lot of the benefits and and relief that came out. And so, like everybody, they're struggling. And so, like for me, I want to be a voice for the black creative community. I want to help to be a voice. There are a lot of voices, but I specifically want to channel my energy as a DJ and as a creative and as a podcaster um, into that community. But what were you going to say? 
Um, nah, I can't. I, I don't remember. <sighs> Let me talk about this cursing challenge. Okay. Talk about the cursing challenge. Ten dollars. Did I pass you? Talk. Yeah, you passed me. Wow. Yeah. So two weeks ago, um, my mother called and we were just chatting and she was like, oh, you know, let Maurice know that he has such a potty mouth because I saw one of your guys' videos on on the Facebook. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I was like, oh, man. Listen. I know exactly what you're talking about without even having to see the video because... <laughs> Guys, as you know, prior to this episode, our boy Reese got a potty mouth. <laughs> People who curse are honest is what oh, they God. say. So, <laughs> you know. So, you know, we're just like, you know, trying to be mindful of the words that we say. But y'all, we decided to create a challenge where we have a virtual curse jar. Um, every time Reese curses, it's a dollar and that dollar is paid to me specifically my save my personal savings account and if i curse it's a dollar that goes towards reese's personal savings account so and our personal savings account is completely untouchable by the other person you can do with that money what you want so okay so last week was real bad for me right <laughs> last week was a little bit difficult because it's you know it's been a really long time since i've had to, or even thought about being mindful of cursing so how many I mean, times at this point, did you curse in one week it was 30 <laughs> i mean it was it was a lot more than 30 it was it 30 was. times that i got caught <laughs> it was more than 30 times i got caught because she gave me some passes too. i did give him some passes right so it's like 30 but right now and as I, of, had, I paid you 10 yeah last week okay but as of right now who's who's got more curses than who me by one i owe does, you ten dollars it doesn't matter though i'm just saying like just my mindfulness my mindfulness has switched over into like a new gear i think that you're gonna end up paying me a lot more than i pay you so that's just fine at? with you me. at eight or nine i'm at eight you at ten Oh, I got you. Oh, okay. I'm not yeah. no more. See, I've been letting you slide though. Okay, sure. So you really should be at like twenty. You know, now that we're now that we're on now that we're recording, you be letting me slide. That's fine. You know what I'm saying? That's fine. Reese, I don't want you slide. At some sometimes. Don't sometimes. do that. Don't act. <laughs> <laughs> don't act. I, I don't. tried. I reached for it a little bit. Don't, right? Don't. Now you don't want acting. Oh, extra on I re- air. I reached for it a little bit. Yeah, I reached for it a little bit. <sighs> So, like Reese said, you know, we uh, we uh, like to, I don't know why we like to, like, torture ourselves with, like, the reminder of being black. And so, we're basically doing what white people should be doing, um, where we're, like, watching, <laughs> like, movies. Like, we were watching 13 the other day, and then we saw, um, what is it? Mercy? Just, just, like, just Mercy. Just Mercy with Michael B. Jordan and Jimmy Fox. And like, honestly, if you're black, don't watch it. You don't need to. You honestly don't. But if you're white, absolutely, that's your homework assignment. <laughs> um, <laughs> so Yo. we decided to watch Just Mercy. And it's such a triggering. It's sh- Well, first of all, everything is triggering nowadays, uh, just being black. But um, it sparked a conversation um, between Reese and I because, you know, the gist of the movie is a, a man gets wrongly convicted of a murder that he had nothing to do with. And it all started off with him being arrested by a white cop. So Reese and I were talking about just that whole issue of being pulled over 
by a white cop and like the behaviors of black people versus white people. Like white people don't have to do all the things that we do. You know what I mean? And so Reese was talking. Reese, you want to share about the time? What are you doing? Huh? What were you doing? I was just looking to see what my camera looked like. We'll talk about this later off the air. Like, were you about to take a picture of me? No, 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 no. I just like some ideas. We'll, we'll talk about this. We'll talk about this off the air. I promise. <sighs> were you even listening to what I was saying? I was listening to what you were saying. What I say? Um, you was talking about like, tell me about the time, <laughs> right? Tell me about the time. What I said a lot more before that. We, you were talking about police officers in particular. <laughs> uh, I think you were talking about arrests. You were talking about arrests, right? Really. What were you talking about? You were that kid in in school that like <laughs> that like charmed your way through like Man, not listen. paying attention. When you got called on the class, you just finessed your way through an answer. What? Yeah. Come on now. Don't that even try to do like, me like that. Come am on. Am I lying? Is you that- already know how we give it up. You ain't even gotta do that though. Like you feel <laughs> me? Like we yo, I you know I know the answer. I got you. Okay, so what was I saying? Don't Yeah, I just I was just saying, like, you know, you didn't hear it? <laughs> Yo, for real. You didn't hear it though. You didn't say nothing. You literally I did. Like you didn't He's like arrest in officers that one time. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh my god. So just like for the folks one more time. Ask the question one more for time the for folks, the folks. They know what's going on. They've been paying attention yeah, just since ask we for started. The folks. Just you ask for one. the folks. <laughs> <laughs> just ask for the folks one more time so the folks can hear. All I'm saying is that we were watching Just Mercy. Yeah, yeah, I remember. And it sparked a conversation about what we have to deal with when we get pulled over by the cop. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, because this is the first time you, you're paying attention to me <laughs> saying, hey, y'all, see what I have to deal with, yo. God. Okay, okay, okay. I'm, okay. Continue. Have you ever been arrested? Me? Myself? No, the other guy behind you. <laughs> I might have been, you know, I, you know, I might have been in some trouble a couple of times, you know. You, have you ever been arrested? <sighs> can you can you can you tell us about the time that Wait, you? Wait, hold on, hold on. I didn't even say yes not. or no. I didn't even say yes. Okay, so this is a very serious conversation. Although we're like laughing our way through it, because honestly, nowadays you just have to laugh to keep from crying. Um. But we just want to paint a personal story. At least I hope. Reese, are you down? Because are you paying attention? I'll, I'll, yeah, I'm paying attention. I'll, 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 I'll share something. I'll share. I'll share. This, you know. The reason why we want to share this is because this is we want to share how. I mean, I saw a post the other day on when. How old were you when you first experienced racism? True. <laughs> And the answers and comments were pretty heartbreaking because if you're black, it started at a young age. We've just experienced so much. But um, the whole arresting thing and the whole like what has happened to us, we wanted to share. Tell us your story. OK, so I guess I guess I'm going to go ahead and like just put some stories out here. Right. I've got two stories, if you wouldn't mind. Oh, you got arrested twice? I've been arrested more than twice, but we're not going to tell two arrest stories. We're going to tell one arrest story and one suspended from high school story. Okay. Okay. Due to racism. Yeah. Okay. So, freshman year, high school, right? And this is like, there there are other people who can kind of like verify this. I guess like, 
we went through this so often that like I didn't even think about it enough to even say anything. I didn't even care, right? right. Like it wasn't a big deal. Like it was just like ah, they just being who they are. Like yeah, ah. right. So I got into a fight with this kid, my ninth grade year, this white kid, mm-hmm. right? Uh, well, he's he he was like he must have been like a senior or something. I was a freshman. He's a big guy. He's a wrestler, right? White kid, right? Mm-hmm. Way bigger than me. I had no business even stepping into this, but mm-hmm. like I did, right? So anyway, we walked past him. He said something kind of crazy to me, uh, and I just kind of react. So we get into a little squabble. I swing on him, um, uh, and then we we both get suspended from school. I get suspended for like five days. Mm-hmm. He gets suspended for the rest of the day. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, like legit. Like, oh wow, this that is sounds about white. In North Hagerstown <laughs> High School, uh, Hagerstown, Maryland. Like yeah, yeah. like this that half. Like this is white. an actual fact. Like my mother was so like not happy. She was ready to do something. I was like, Mom, we ain't As gotta. She should have been. I was like, Mom, we don't need to Shout worry to about the black this. Black mamas of the world. But this is what's crazy. Like I guess like at that moment in time, it wasn't as like charged as it is now right what do you mean like in in society i mean like yeah in society even amongst black folks because i think like for us you know at the moment for me i was just like ah that's just what they do right that's crazy which was crazy now that i think about it because i didn't even think twice to even like actually speak up about the situation right. and like makes make a fuss about it i was just like ah that's just what it is we're just so used to this yeah i was just like ah it's just what it is man don't worry about that like and like literally we let it go right but that was pretty normal. Like that just happened you know, all the time, right? To play devil's advocate, you did swing first. <sighs> I did, yo. I did. But Could like, that have a, been the reason? It could have been the reason, but the storyline was so. Cr- I mean, like, yo, the things he like. It was. It, I, I'm not. I'm not going to say the kid's name, but okay. like, it was like clearly like kind of like a racial issue right oh, the, the, okay and i didn't respond well to it right uh, to be perfectly honest with you i didn't respond well to it because i didn't really know how it's like i didn't know how to respond to it yeah yeah okay this sucks. first time i'm hearing this story yeah yeah i, I yeah I, I guess like like i said we downplayed it so much back then and it wasn't a thing like we was For just real. like it doesn't mean anything like we've that suppressed was, so much that yeah. we've gone through it's just like, like that was nothing like yeah. you know, like we didn't talk like talk to about who was you gonna talk to about it right right okay uh second situation a different situation this is the arrest yeah, yeah, yeah. so i got arrested when i was 16 my sophomore year I got arrested in high school uh, and I got arrested by it was it was a a really crazy situation because it was, you know, like task force that came to high school to pick me up for something that I didn't do. Wow. Which is crazy. Okay, And these are these are like this is actual like verifiable. I'm good back home, by the way. Like, I'm proud to say that. I'm just saying, like, you know, I got in trouble for these situations like. But you got exonerated. It's not even. I mean, like, right. I can go home. Like, everybody knows the case. Everybody knows what happened. Right. Like, right. So anyway, but I got arrested for something I didn't do, which is crazy. So um, I was with a couple of like a couple of people. I'm not some. I was with some associates, Uh some guys who I used to hang out with acquaintances, some guys who I used to hang out with. And, you know, we're we're downtown and like. There's like a whole situation about to transpire. And I'm like, they're the, the people who I'm with, they not doing the right thing. Right. Mm-hmm. But I'm chilling. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I see what's about to happen. 
And I'm like, yo, I can't really rock with y'all right now on this one. I'm going to go ahead and get out of here, right? Right. So I leave, right? And I walk away. And like maybe 30 minutes go by and I've run into these guys again. So I'm like, they must be okay. Like right. somehow, but like I saw like what they were like putting themselves in. I was like, I don't really, I don't think anything good's about, like intuition. Yeah, yeah right? right. I don't think anything good's about to come from this. Some time goes by, I see him again. I figure, okay, well, they must have, they must have made out well. I meet back up with them. We start walking. Police come from out of every direction. They stop everybody. They take everybody's name. They take pictures and, you know, they do the whole, that whole thing. Right. Uh, and then some time goes by and they indict everybody. And then they come to pick everybody up. But when they come to pick everybody up, they mix me up with somebody who was there. Right. Like I actually like I actually physically was not there. Right. Oh, wow. They replaced me with a whole entire other person. I'm not saying that I'm right about this. I'm saying that I'm assuming it's because like at that point in time, like I live like like way on the outskirts. I lived there like in the suburbs. Right. Mm -hmm. Like and I'm coming back to like. I'm coming back to where I'm from every day. Like my grandmother lives there. Like all, all my folks like still kind of live in the projects, but I'm not there. Like I just come back. Right. Mm -hmm. So they like mix me up in this case. I have nothing to do with it. And like, it was, it was just weird. Like that's crazy. It was weird. Like, How'd you and get I actually, out of the situation? Um, I mean, I end up doing, I end up having like, I was on house arrest for, I was on house arrest for like two months. Um, so you just, my, couldn't, you like, you couldn't prove that you weren't there? No, actually, like, everybody involved with the case, like, they, like the people, like, I had co-defendants in the case. Like, the co-defendants in the case, like, to make their case was like, hey, he wasn't even there, right? Oh. You feel me? But not only that, like, I actually had a lawyer, too. Oh, okay. So it kind of just, like, it worked That's out. That's crazy. I'm glad it, that it worked out. Yeah, it worked out, but it was, like... Like, it was a whole... I got kicked out of school. Like... Wow. I was, like, out in the world looking like a whole entire, like, most criminal. wanted criminal. Like, and I wasn't actually there. Like, That's legit. crazy. Like, for real. Like, I actually was not there. But, like, I never said anything. What? Nah, I never said anything. Um, so, that... So, is that, like, on your... Was it on your record, or... Nah, I was 16. Oh, so it was... Dang. Nah, we... Like, I beat the case. Like yeah. I beat my portion of the case. Oh, right? Okay, because you ended up proving, but you had to go yeah, through all yeah. of that. But I had to go through all of that though. And they still made you serve house arrest for two months. Two months, I got kicked out of school. I had to go to an all boys school. You like, couldn't it was, get back in, like. Nah, like it was like that was another instance of some nonsense. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I tried to, I tried to apply for. I had special permission to go to the other side of town. It's, mm -hmm. it's North High and South High, right? right. I lived in South High District. I had permission to go to North High all that time. When I got arrested, I got, I got kicked out of North. I tried to go to South. They heard about my record at North. They wouldn't let me in South. Wow. Yeah. That's wow. And like, I didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, like, hold up, like. Like I actually didn't do anything. Like everybody back home would tell you the story. Like it's actually true. Like it's not like a That's made up wild. story. Like I didn't do anything. <sighs> Another day of being black in America. I guess it's my turn, huh? I, I guess it's your turn. Let's hear. All right. So um the one time I was arrested, which let me first off start by saying is a problem. <laughs> like the fact that I have to actually say that because <laughs> that is in of itself insane in the membrane, but neither 
here nor there. Um, it was 2010. I had just moved to Atlanta, just graduated from college, University of Miami. Shout out to you. And um, I was in Atlanta working my very first job out of college. Um, and that year was also the same year of homecoming, my first year going to homecoming since graduating. So, of course, anybody that's graduated college, you already know that that first year you're going to be there, like, because you just left. <laughs> and so, of course, you're going back. And my um, alma mater is known for having pretty epic um performers at homecoming and so that particular year in 2010 they had lauren hill <laughs> you already know like who who i gotta sell my soul to like i'm making my way back to miami to to get the show and i don't know this might have been before she should end up showing late showing up late <laughs> to her performances so needless to say i was really excited um and I, you know, I, I was going to drive down because I'm still very poor and I have no money for a flight. So a sidebar is that I have a really, really bad habit, even to this day, Reese can tell you, of putting gas in my tank because I just, <laughs> I hate the gas station. Like I, the, the thought of the gas station just makes me just want to vomit. Like I really don't do gas stations well at all. Um, and so I will wait until my car is literally dying and it actually has died before <laughs> numerous times um, to get gas. So I decided to leave my apartment um, this one particular day. And that was a day that I was going to travel down to Miami for homecoming weekend. Got in my car, looked at my gas tank while I'm in the city. I lived in Buckhead at the time. Um, and I was just like, oh, I got to get gas. But I should just get gas like... Let me just get on the highway first. Like, you know what I'm saying? Then I could pull off and get gas somewhere. That was my first mistake. I'm driving and I'm getting, I'm just pulling out of the perimeter on 75 South um, to, to get down to Miami. And I, I noticed that my needle goes down even further. And I'm like, I've got to get gas right now. Like, I literally need to get gas. I pull off the exit, which happens to be in Forest Park, Georgia, which if anybody who knows Forest Park, Georgia knows that that is clayton county one of the most racist counties in georgia um the cops there are just whoo anyway so i pull over and if you know how you know what it's like to get off an exit right like reese when you pull off an exit do you increase your speed or decrease you your decrease speed? your speed for sure that's what i thought yeah <laughs> i decrease my speed because i'm getting off this exit i pull off and i see a gas station it's a chevron i'm like all right bet i'm gonna go here and i hear woo woo, which you know it's like <sighs> so i was just like okay what i definitely wasn't speeding i'm pulling off of a, a highway to get off an exit there's no chance like i was like it could be a taillight whatever cop comes white guy of course and he's just like uh license and registration and i'm just like you know okay cool and i'm smiling and happy i'm coming straight from work so i have on my work attire which is a suit by the way and i have my my glasses on and i have like my hair and like a little ponytail fro thing going on um i just look really like black corporate that's basically what the vibe okay, was. I'm okay. black corporate right now. And so I'm polite. I'm nice. I'm, you know, of course, absolutely. I'm, sh I have to showcase my vernacular. That's what, that's what black people have to do when they're confronted with white people who are, you know, 
like cops. I had to showcase my vernacular and like show him that I could speak properly. He takes my license. He brings it back. And he's just like, were you aware your license was suspended? I was like, what? No, my license is not suspended. Are you kidding me? Like, I'm always, my stuff is always on point. And he's just like, yeah, no, it's suspended. And you have a Florida tags and all that. So I'm going to have to arrest you and bring you in. Wow. That's a lot. What? I'm just thinking, I'm, I, I literally looked at him and laughed. I was like, yo, that's so funny. Like, you're like, that's okay. I, okay. This is a joke, right? And he's just like, no, it's not a joke. You're coming with me. And he's like, um, I will, I will allow you is what he said. I will allow you to call somebody to, to come and get your car or else I'll have to have it impounded. Damn. And I was like, but my license isn't suspended. He's like, it's showing up as it is. So therefore, because it's an out of state, uh, you know, tag, I've got to bring you into the, into the, into, I'm like, yo, what? Yeah. And I mean, I was just like, Okay, I can understand. I was like, how about you let me go home and resolve this issue? You know what I'm saying? Like, you can clearly see that I'm not out here just... I was like, I had no idea. And I know for a fact, I I know for a fact that my license should not be suspended. And he was just like, he just was like... Every time I would speak to him, it was like, how dare I speak out of turn? You know what I mean? Yeah. And he would get like combative and he'd just be like, ma'am, ma'am, ma'am. And I'm just like, bro, like, <laughs> anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He brought me and locked me up and I was in, I was arrested. Yeah, yeah. And you know what's funny? What's that? My suspended license was a clerical error. Wow. I had paid, a, I had paid for a ticket and they never updated the file. Right, right. Now I think um like the the worst thing I think the worst thing uh like that the police do right in in these situations with people is like have this whole like authoritative sort of like air like you know what I'm saying like you're somebody's pops or something yeah and condescending that like, belittling yeah, yeah like at the end of the day like I just berating. think that like there's never been you see what they're doing to protesters like would I mean here's a, here's a problem with that like I don't I don't think that there's ever been a society like that like can last where like people don't treat people like people at the end of the day like in and and just like men men treating men like men and yeah. treating women accordingly, right? right. Like, I don't think that there's any situation where any police officer should be rough handling some woman, right? Yeah. Like that's and and I don't I don't want to sound sexist by saying that. Right. Because it's not I'm not saying women are fragile or nothing like that. I'm just saying like <laughs> in like in in this whole idea of like respect of like human beings and like culture and like how people may feel like the way that I feel about my woman, like I don't want any officer touching my like manhandling my woman, like yeah. And I'm, you know, like that's problematic for me, right? And at yeah. the end of the day, like I don't want you talking to me like I'm your kid. I'm not your kid. Like you can politely request something. You can ask me to help you. You can, you know, politely tell me that like you know I, I need you to get out the way of this or whatever. Right. But like at the end of the day, like you can't command me like I'm your child. I'm not right. your child. Like we're grown men. If you didn't have a badge or a gun, you could never talk to me that way. Right. I'm like I need you to carry things like that all the time. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's, it's a lot being black in America. But you know what? I am so proud to be black. I will always be proud 
to be uh, black. Be fast. You know what I'm saying? Like I love I love the skin that I'm in. Um, till the day I die. <laughs> yeah, big facts. And that's that on that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, what you listening to, man? Just past the eyes cool, man. Yeah. Just past the eyes cool. Um, I've been listening to Freddie Gibbs a whole lot. I've, I've like I thought I would be over this album by now, and mm-hmm. I'm not. Like it's an amazing album. Shouts out to Freddie Gibbs. This is, Freddie Gibbs and Alchemist is incredible. Freddie uh, Gibbs. Favorite, favorite song is favorite two songs are so the um, I think it's like give me something to rap about the joint with Tyler the Creator. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Uh, and then the other joint is Babies and Fools with Conway. Like, that's a ridiculous song. Like, the whole album's ridiculous, but those two songs are my favorite. Like, yeah. They're super solid. So, we, we got to do, do some Freddie Gibbs. What are you listening to? Um, Anything that has to do with being a black person. <laughs> I've been hearing a lot of black people playlists yeah. around the house lately. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not I mean, even mad. Like, it's Kendrick, been a, like Solange, J. Kendrick. Cole, Solange, James Brown. It feels good, I mean, though. it's all, like, it's all I'm playing. That's pretty much all I've been Yo, playing. It's, it's like I feel like you're you're like putting up these like flags and these points of like pride like all over Absolutely. our crib, and I'm really not mad at it at Absolutely. all. I don't think that I could be mad at it. For sure, yeah. yeah. Uh, we have our, our our Malcolm and Martin, um, you know, in our in our living room. Our uh, it's a framed image of them, and I went live on Instagram the other day. To get things off of my chest. It was a vibe, you know. Nah, like I I am pretty pro black right now. <laughs> like I feel like I'm like this just mini activist inside of me has just been sparked. I think um I'm okay, like I'm I'm ten steps I'm I'm two steps away from uh I'm two steps away from like spazzing and like but I'm also like kinda calm and collective at the same time. Yeah, right. I'm like I'm not digging people a whole lot right now. I'm not yeah. digging a whole lot of people. I just want to keep it tight with my circle. Right, it's kind of it. Yeah, no disrespect to none of y'all. It's all about your tribe. Yeah, yeah, I'm just trying to stay in touch with my tribe. Like I think that that's an important. It's all thing. about connecting to your tribe. Who your people are, you know, the checking people, on them. You good? What can I do yo, for you? How can I help you? The people who feel good to you, yeah. right? And like it, the people who actually feel good to you. Oh, that's important. Yeah. Being surrounded by the people that feel good to you. Big facts. Like, big facts. And I must say, you don't feel good to me if you ain't saying nothing. I don't know if I can rock with you. Ooh. You got to be honest. If you ain't sure. saying nothing. I don't know if you feel good. Listen. You might be contaminated. I'm not sure. <laughs> you got to show me. With. So many. Yeah. So many. But, uh, yeah, we're good over here, yo. We just we just trying to survive, trying to maintain. What happened to COVID? What, Is I mean, that still a thing? Oh, man. Is it over? I f- it feels like it's over outside. Are y'all done with it? Because it feels like y'all done with it. Yeah. <laughs> Not everybody. You know, I, I ain't coming for everybody. everybody. I don't mean it in a general sense. I'm just saying, like, people, I think people ain't thinking about it no more. Nah, but you know what though? When you when we being killed anyway, like I don't know. There's so many stances on it, but like at the end of the day, I know a couple of people that had it. I still got a mama, and I don't want nothing going on with her. You know what I mean? Big so facts. I say that to say, just be careful whatever you do. Outside is back open, like wide open, like wide wide open, <laughs> and just be careful. You know, as we as we move out and about. Um, especially um, my people, because we are set up on purpose to fail. 
we are set up on purpose to fail. So just take facts. that with a grain of salt when the COVID outbreak happened and who was the most affected? Us. You know I'm saying facts. like these protests, who who's out here? Us. You know I'm saying, you know, just 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 be careful, be vigilant, be mindful. The same way I started the podcast. You see how I brought that back tenfold? <laughs> Do you where's my Ashay? Because you know I can't snap, right? I told you I can't snap at one. That's so terrible. I'm so sorry. I'm so <laughs> sorry for you. Man. That's so terrible. Oh man, that wraps up episode 32. I think that was pretty robust. Nah, I think it was good. We did. Right. It. We did what we came to do. Yeah. <laughs> See you guys next time. Absolutely. You guys be safe out there. Stay dangerous. <laughs> Bye. Peace. <laughs>